Welcome to the Situationship to Soulmate podcast, your guide to navigating the complicated world of dating and sex in your 20s. I'm your host, Shelly, content creator, mental health counseling graduate student, and a trained sex and relationship coach. After going through a lot of traumatic, unhealthy, and toxic experiences throughout my 20s, I'm finally ready to use what I've learned over the years to help those of you who are still experiencing it. I went from situationships, bad hookups, and settling for less than I deserved to finding my soulmate all within one year. Let's help you get there too. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode. I am so happy that you're here and today's episode is one that I knew I wanted to record um, as soon as I came up with the idea for this podcast, so I'm very excited to be sharing this with you guys today. Um, So yeah, as you can probably tell from the title of this episode, we're going to be talking about hookup culture today, which I know... um, People have a lot of different opinions, a lot of different experiences with it, so I'm just going to be sharing kind of some research that I've done around hookup culture, a few different articles that I found, as well as my own personal experiences with it, and just hopefully give you all some new ways to think about it or different ideas for how you can kind of reflect on your own experience with hookup culture and you know, whether it's something that you participated in in the past or if you are still currently, you know, kind of participating in hookup culture, um, hopefully this episode will, yeah, just help you reflect on it and think about it and see if it is something that is really bringing happiness and joy to your life or not. And there's no right answer. So yeah, let's just dive into it. So a lot of people think of the hookup culture kind of stemming from the sexual liberation movement, which was from about the 1960s through the 1980s. And this kind of sexual liberation movement portrayed sex as a way for women to feel more empowered, um, for women to have empowerment around sex. And this idea that like women should be allowed to have sex, women should be allowed to enjoy sex just as men are. And you know, I think in a lot of ways that is kind of where hookup culture stemmed from. But if we look at kind of the realities of what hookup culture is today, it is not really making a lot of people feel empowered. At least for myself, I guess I can only speak for myself, but I can also speak from articles and different things that I've read, videos that I've seen. Um, hookup culture actually makes a lot of people feel disempowered. So that kind of defeats the whole purpose of the the sexual liberation movement, right? And the whole purpose of this idea of like empowering women around sex. If we're not feeling empowered around it, then why are we participating in it? You know, and there are lots of studies that are actually showing that Gen Zers and younger millennials are actually having less casual or partnered sex than previous generations. So Gen, G- Gen Zers in general are just having less sex, <laughs> which is pretty interesting uh, when you think about it, because, you know, theoretically, today's society should be the most open, the most um, kind of free around sex. So to me, when I see data around Gen Zers having less sex than past generations, it basically tells me they must not be feeling fulfilled or happy with the current sexual climate, if you will. (laughs) Like they must not be happy with hookup culture and that's why they're not participating in it. 
I found this really interesting article that I'll link below from The Cut, and they quote Lisa Wade, who is an associate professor at Tulane University, and she also wrote a book called American Hookup, The New Culture of Sex on Campus. And in this article by The Cut where they quote her, um, she says that she's noticed most of her college students are, quote, at best ambivalent about hookup culture. And she says, our best data suggests that about one in three opt out of hookup culture completely, and the plurality of students would like a wider range of options for pursuing sexual romantic relationships. So again, this kind of goes along with my theory that Gen Z in general is just kind of over hookup culture. Hookup culture is similar to situationships. Um, Obviously, they're a little bit different. Like I would say like hookups are different than situationships. Um, like I talk about in the situationship episode, you know, that is more of like actually going on dates, feeling like you're kind of dating the person. Hookup culture is much more, in my mind at least, like younger people typically like getting drunk, going out, meeting people at a bar, at parties, and having more of a casual sexual experience. But the reason I say it's similar to situationships is because, you know, one of the things I talked about in that episode is like, are you actually thinking about your own needs and what you want and what you desire out of relationships or dating or sex? Or are you just going with what the other person wants? And it feels like, particularly in kind of the heteronormative type of dating scene, most hookups, it is the woman kind of going with what the man wants, right? Like she doesn't want to come across as too needy or like she is too forward for wanting a relationship. So she just hooks up with him because she knows that he wants to hook up. And then, you know, that is kind of a way of of her like abandoning her own needs just as someone might abandon their own needs to be in a situation, a situationship with someone if they actually want a relationship. Lisa Wade, the author that I quoted in the article earlier, she goes on to say that, quote, hooking up isn't it, sorry, hooking up itself isn't harmful, but the student's sexual experiences are playing out in a context of social prejudices like racism and sexism, the hyper-competitive individualism of late-stage capitalism, which breeds a toxic erotic marketplace, the commodification of sexuality, where bodies are commodities and sex is something you can have, give, or take, and ignorance and naivete, an alarming lack of sex and relationship education. And the article says, in other words, the forced chillness, quote unquote, of hooking up is still taking place against a backdrop of very serious systemic issues that are far from chill. So what I basically take from this is like, you know, hookup culture is going on in a society where we were becoming more and more aware of different systemic issues like racism and sexism and like the idea of like making our bodies or our sexuality into some sort of competition almost or using our bodies as a commodity. Um, So going back to this idea that hookup culture kind of came from this sexual liberation, female empowerment movement, um, Another quote from this article says that what people forget about sexual liberation is that it's also the right to say no. And this is from sex therapist, Dr. Lex Brown James. Um, And she says, we're starting to understand that the conversation around empowerment needs more nuances than either going out and having lots of sex as the only means of sex positivity or the typical heteronormative couple that has sex two to three times a week. So I love um, that quote. And I think that 
kind of hits the nail on the head of what I wanted to talk about in this episode, which is that, you know, sexual liberation is not just about every single person out there who's single should want to be going out and having casual or meaningless sex or one night stands or participating in this hookup culture, so to speak. You know, sexual liberation is also like Dr. Lex Brown James says, like, it's also the right to say no. It's also the right to be like, actually, you know what? I don't think hookup culture is for me. Like, I don't think that this is actually making me happy. And that's liberating for some people. You know, for some people, the most empowering, liberating thing is to be like, actually, you know what? I have the choice to say no. I don't have to participate in this just because my friends are doing it or I see this portrayed in, in you know, TV shows or movies or, you know, this is what I feel like I I should be doing, quote unquote. Like, you can still be empowered around sex and be choosing to not participate in hookup culture. So if you are someone who's listening to this and you feel like hookup culture is just like not for you, for whatever reason, I just want you to know that you are still an empowered, liberated, free, amazing, sexy woman if you choose to not participate in hookup culture. So I'll share a little bit about my personal experience with hookup culture and kind of why I decided that it really wasn't feeling empowering for me. I was in college back in 2011 through 2015, and I would argue that that was kind of the height of hookup culture. Like, that was, and I'm sure, again, I I know it's still, like, fairly common now, but I do feel like the years that I was in college, hookup culture was really, like, kind of a norm, or at least beginning to be. Dating apps, um, started to become a thing when I was in college. So it really was kind of that time of like, really, you know, I think we saw it in movies and TV shows too, like women being a lot more open and free around their sexual desires and needs. And, and you know, this idea that like women actually do enjoy sex. Women should be allowed to, you know, have casual sex. That's not just something that men want, you know. So when I was in college, I think I definitely, you know, I've talked about this in in the Soulmates episode, like I've always been a romantic. So I went into college really desiring a relationship, like a real, real ass relationship. And I definitely was a little bit thrown off guard by the fact that guys weren't even really asking us on real dates. Like it was basically just, do you want to come over and watch a movie? And that was code for, do you want to come over and hook up? Or like, you know, you'd meet a guy at a party or at a bar and he would want you to come home with him that night after talking to him for 10 minutes, you know. Um, there was no, like, romance, really. And maybe that's still the case. Um, if you're still in college or if you're in high school even, I would love to hear from you, like, what the kind of current dating slash sexual um, environments are like, I guess. Um, but, yeah, for me, that was kind of how it was. It was, like, you know, like I said, my friends and I would just sit around complaining about like, it's so annoying that guys don't even ask us on dates. Like we want to go on real dates. Along with this hookup culture thing kind of came the idea of like playing things cool, being the cool girl. And in order to be the cool girl, you didn't want to be the one who cared more. Like dating when I was in college and I would say when I was all throughout my 20s really has always kind of 
felt like this game of like, who can care less, or at least who can appear to care less, right? So, you know, we were in college and we're like, we want guys to ask us on dates, but we don't want to seem quote unquote desperate. Like we don't want to like ask them on dates. We don't want to, you know, come on too strong and make them think that we like them. Like we like them like them. And what if they don't like us like that? What if they just want to hook up with us? So like it just felt safer almost emotionally um, to just go along with whatever the guy's wanting. As I'm talking about this, I feel genuinely sad for like myself, my friends, anyone really who's been in that kind of college or any environment. You know, I know this doesn't just happen in college. I think it also is happening, like I said, like throughout your 20s when you're on dating apps and like you're again not wanting to come on too strong or not wanting to appear like you care more than the other person does. And again, it kind of ties back to this idea of situationships where it's like if someone really likes you and if you really like them, then they're not going to get scared off by you wanting an actual date, right? Like but we just we get so caught up in this idea of like what should I be doing or what I, what how will the other person perceive this, you know? And so we just are like okay, I guess I'll just go along with whatever they want. And if whatever they want is casual sex, then that's what I'm doing, I guess. So I think that's where hookup culture gets toxic, particularly for women, particularly in heterosexual type of situations where the woman might not necessarily fully be wanting to participate in hookup culture, but she also is not wanting to be celibate. She's also not wanting to be lonely. She's wanting to meet people. She's wanting to feel desired and sexy. And so she goes along with with casual hookups because that's how she is able to get those needs fulfilled. But then we have to really think about like, are her needs actually being fulfilled? You know, if we take this, a, a woman who doesn't truly want to be having casual hookups, maybe she's really looking for a serious relationship her needs and desires are to have a relationship. And so her needs and desires are not being met by casual sex unless that leads to a relationship. And honestly, most of the time it doesn't, you know? So is that really empowering for women to be doing things that they don't want to be doing just because they don't feel like they have any other choice or they just feel like they have to do whatever the man wants them to do? Okay, I kind of went on a whole rant there. I think I was supposed to be talking about my personal experiences. <laughs> um, I have ADHD, so that kind of stuff is going to happen a lot. Just bear with me. Um, but yeah, my going back to my personal experience, um, like I said, being in college, it was just like hookup culture is normal. So I just kind of started participating in it to a certain degree um, just because I was lonely or bored or I wanted to feel like I was part of something, even if that something was not something that actually made me feel good about myself. And I think the reason it didn't make me feel good about myself was because I wanted a relationship and it was not leading to a relationship. You know, I I didn't have a relationship until my senior year of college. And I went years before that just participating in hookup culture and it not leading to anything you know, long-term. And then finally I did have a boyfriend my, my senior year of college, but overall, you know, being in that kind of hookup culture for most of college really just made me feel like 
I had wasted a lot of time. Um, and I had just been kind of going in circles and not really getting anywhere with what I wanted. But with that being said, that's not to say that hookup culture is going to make every single person feel that way. For some people, maybe it is really fulfilling and maybe they really do enjoy it. And for that person, they're probably not going to look back on their time in hookup culture and think like, oh, that didn't go anywhere. Like, why was I even doing that? But for me, that's how I felt. And I think, again, we have to think about like, am I doing this for myself and for my own needs and desires or am I doing this for someone else? And for me personally, you know, again, all I can do is talk from my personal experience. But for me, I was participating in hookup culture for other people, whether it was for the guy that I was interested in or whether it was for my friends, for example, to like appear cool or or fun or spontaneous to my friends or to to my sorority sisters or, you know, to have kind of like a funny story to tell someone the next day, you know, like I was doing all these things for other people and I wasn't really looking within myself to be like, hey, what's your ultimate goal here? Your ultimate goal is to find a relationship. Do you feel like these hookups are leading you closer to a relationship or not? And if I was really honest with myself, I would have said, I don't think they are. And maybe I would have, you know, gotten out of hookup culture faster. The thing that was really appealing to me about hookup hookup culture, probably the main thing that was appealing and the reason that I maybe continued in it um, on and off throughout my 20s as well, you know, even after college, um, was this, this ability to feel like someone else wanted or desired you. Like, I think as humans, we all we all want to feel desired. We all want to feel attractive and sexy and feel like someone really wants us. And I think hookup culture is a good way to do that, whether that's through the dating apps, you know, like matching with someone and being like, wow, that's kind of validation that they think I'm attractive based on my photos on this app, you know, or whether it's by meeting someone at a party or at a bar and them wanting to take you home. That's kind of that validation of like, oh, again, they think I'm attractive. They think I'm sexy. They want to be with me sexually. Um, I think, again, as humans, like we really, we kind of chase that feeling sometimes. And I know I did, definitely. I think, you know, one of the things that has always been appealing to me and always kind of turned me on about the idea of both romantic relationships and sexual relationships is feeling really sexually desired by someone. When I was younger, particularly in middle school and high school, I just was not confident at all. I did not feel attractive and I was really self-conscious about my appearance, about my body. And so I think when I got to college and then it carried on through a lot of my 20s as well, I just loved the feeling of getting validation from a man and feeling like he thought I was attractive and he wanted to hook up with me basically. So, you know, I know for myself, that was a big part of why I did participate in hookups when I did. And I would be willing to guess that a lot of you might be able to relate to that. But what I ended up realizing was feeling that kind of high, if you will, from someone desiring you and wanting you in that way is not ultimately worth it if 
you end up feeling like shit after the interaction or if you're still not getting what you want. Like I said earlier, like if I'm still not getting a relationship out of this, then I don't really care how many different guys think I'm hot. Like if I'm still single, then that's not then that's not working for me, you know? And I think the thing that started bugging me a lot about hookup culture was that I kind of felt like these guys, you know, were not really they were not really caring about me as a human being. Um, and it was very much more of that kind of sexualization. And, you know, like I said at the beginning of this episode, like the whole point of the sexual liberation movement and feminism and empowerment around women is, you know, for us to be able to have sex when we want to, but also the ability to be like, hey, maybe I actually don't want to have sex with this person. Like maybe I actually don't want to participate in hookup culture. Maybe I actually want to just be by, by myself for a little bit. So I think when I really started reflecting and thinking about it, I realized hookup culture was not giving me what I wanted. And it was actually making my self-esteem and my self-confidence worse, in my opinion. Because at the end of the day, again, I was searching for a relationship and, you know, that feeling of like, oh my God, he thinks I'm so attractive. He wants to hook up with me. All those good, feel good feelings would leave after the hookup took place. And after I realized like, oh, this actually isn't going to lead to a relationship. Um, so what? why am I doing it? So just like I talked about in the Situationships episode, if you are currently kind of in the thick of it, if you will, with um, hookup culture. If you're currently participating in hookup culture, but maybe not sure if it's really what you want to be doing, I would really encourage you to just take some time to kind of think about things, reflect on things, and really get clear on what you are looking for. If you are really and truly not looking for a relationship right now and hookup culture really is like giving you what you want and what you need right now, then that's awesome. And again, I'm not here to judge anyone. I'm not here to say you should not be hooking up with people. Like, no, I'm just here to say you should not be hooking up with people if you don't want to be hooking up with people. So if you do some reflecting and you do some thinking and you realize, you know what? I actually think that I want a serious relationship and I feel like participating in hookup culture is not leading me to that, then I would just, yeah, I would highly recommend you just consider taking a break from it. And that can look a lot of different ways, right? Like I'm not saying that you need to be completely celibate. I'm not saying that you need to have a specific rule of like, I won't have sex until this date with someone or something. But I I am suggesting that you should just be a little bit more aware and make a conscious decision around it. You know, so if you go on a couple dates with someone and you're really liking them and you're really enjoying their company and you want to sleep with them, go for it, you know. But if you go on a couple dates with someone and you aren't really feeling it and you don't really want to sleep with them, but they clearly want to sleep with you don't do it, you know, like, or if you go out to a bar and someone is hitting on you and you're kind of like not that into him, but you kind of get a little bit flattered by the fact that he's hitting on you 
and you can tell that he wants to, to take you home, it's okay to say no, like set boundaries. I think it's really easy to just go along with what other people are doing. And it's really easy to go along with what someone else wants from us, right? Like, I know for myself, I have been really working on setting boundaries and I've been really working on not being so much of a people pleaser. And if you can relate to that, I'm sure you've experienced that feeling of like, oh, I can tell that this person really wants to hook up with me. And you almost don't even stop to think like, do I actually want to hook up with them? You know, so I'm just encouraging you to stop and think and really look inward and be like, what do I want right now? And not just what do I want right now, but what do I want in general in my dating and sexual experiences? And are my current actions and behaviors lining up with what I ultimately want? Thanks for listening to the Situationship to Soulmate podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast so it can reach other people who need it. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Situationship to Soulmate. And feel free to shoot me an email at Situationship to Soulmate at gmail.com. See you next time.